Style Podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Monday morning. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Good morning. Good morning to all those uh, those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is a free download on your smart speaker and driving in on the old car radio. Well, looky what we have here. Scrolling through the Instagram this weekend, I see Angie and her family is at Shadow Montebello, and I watched uh, Janelle and uh, her boyfriend, Adam, at uh, in Almont yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did a little date day. You know. you and what did you do, Stu? You sat at home? <laughs> No, I, I took my daughter. <laughs> I took my daughter to the Habs game on Saturday. But what I found w- was awesome is that you tried. You went to Almont for the vodka. Yes. And explain what the vodka is. I mean, for anyone who doesn't already know what vodka is, you got to get on this. It's basically um, vodka made from milk sugars. So no one in Canada, no one in the world has ever done this before. They created it here with the help of Ottawa U students. And uh, they turned uh, like a byproduct of milk into vodka, which is some of the most delicious vodka I'll have to say I've ever had. It's very sweet. It's easy to drink like on the rocks if you like it that way. But they have now actually created a couple of different cream flavors. So their vodka, the regular one, and then their vodka cream is in the LCBOs. But they have special flavors that you can only get out in Elmont. And they've got a coffee one. They have got a maple one, and then they've also got a chocolate one. Mmm, in the cup. are all amazing. They are all so, 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 so good. You so. bought them all, did you, the whole collection? Well, we only went home with the chocolate one, but <laughs> we should have bought the other yeah. ones, I'll be honest. We'll be back, she says. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> Alma's beautiful, though. Ugh, like, just... To tour through, like you haven't been able to really yeah. absorb the culture that is Elma. Well, I mean, we went out yesterday and it was like blizzard on and off mm-hmm. for the day. And uh, as we drove into Elmont, we did go out for dinner at Joe's Italian Kitchen. And we're driving down like along to get to Joe's, which is right on like the little river there. And I was like, oh my gosh. We need to come back here when we actually want to walk outside. Yeah, yeah. there's <laughs> lots of beautiful walking trails. The uh, rapids are beautiful just to stand there and listen oh, to yeah. them. They're so uh, nice. Speaking of, Joe's Ita- speaking of Joe's Italian Kitchen, because we hear it all the time on the show, yeah. with Catherine Dines, prosciutto cotto. How was it? The pinza. Pinza pizza. The pinza? P- the pinza pizza. It yeah. is as good. I've been hearing those commercials for like over a year, and yeah. I have been dying to go there, and it is really, 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 really good. Yeah. Amazing. And my boyfriend's like a huge pizza guy. And he was like, this is unbelievable. This was such a good idea. We have to come back. (laughs) So, yeah. We had adventurous weekends. Would recommend. Mm -hmm. You and Montebello, uh, Mm -hmm. Janelle and Almont, and me and Barhaven. Yeah. (laughs) Living wild. Yeah. (laughs) When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, good morning, good morning. Back uh, from the weekend after I was away on Friday, and you guys, I checked the scores, and you guys gave Angie a really good score. Yeah, Friday. and it was the fact that Angie came up with. <laughs> you didn't leave anything left for us. I you forgot. didn't leave anything behind. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, do you spend a lot of time in front of your computer? I think a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a term for that. If you spend a lot of time in front of your computer, you're referred to as a mouse potato. A mouse potato? A mouse potato. Why? That, that Don't ask me like why. A, like a, oh, like, like a couch potato, yeah. but you're oh. using your mouse. Yes. You're a mouse potato. Yes. Oh, that, that light bulb finally just went off for me. 
I was never going to get there, Angie. So good on you. <laughs> I'm a mouse potato. I like yeah. that. That's cute. Yeah. Who came? Mm. Like who came up with that? No, I've never heard anyone use that before. I've never heard that. Neither have I. But I, I, I looked at uh, that fact. And I'm like, wow, I've never heard that before. Hmm. But, See, that's the type of fact that you will, like, roll around in your brain and think of when you're, you know, doing your long work day every day. You're going, ah, here I am, another nine to five, being a mouse potato. Exactly. (laughs) You know? That's useful. Useless. All right. uh, Let's score that between one and ten. Janelle? I liked it. I'm going to give you an eight this morning. Oh. How about you? I'm going to go all in with a nine, mouse potato. Mm. Wow. You Mm. must be in a good mood. Uh, (laughs) To the scores we go at 10 30. Chopper Joe, it's a ten, and I do none of that. Joe's a handyman, so Joe's never sits in front of a computer. He's not a mouse potato. No. Uh, Hall of Famers Ghost Rider and Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman think that's kind of cute. They're going to give you a ten. Uh, we've got That's a Squeaky Fact, 10 out of 10, mm. uh, from Hall of Famer Gusto. Bitterman, yawn with a 7. Bitterman will never be in the Hall of Fame, I mean, a 7 still a pretty good score, so. Yeah. But that, just the fact that there's a little yawn. <laughs> Cranky Craig, Angie and Janelle are a little slow this morning. Um, Stu didn't even get it, and it's his fact. <laughs> I had to explain to him what a mouse yeah, potato he was. he did not get that either. You're right. <laughs> Honestly. Anyways, look uh, at the time. He's <laughs> giving you a nine anyway. Early morning. Um, where's my mother? I just saw it. Stuart's number one favorite fan is his neurotic mama gives him a ten, or someone who has no life. Ooh. <laughs> is she saying you have no life? Well, She's saying that people spend a lot of time in their computers have no life. Oh, okay. My mother's throwing shade this morning. Oh, <laughs> look at her go. <laughs> the early morning kids give it a nine. They love it. They say there's a lot of most potatoes there in their house. <laughs> yeah, we've got some people admitting to being, uh, well, Bonnie and Yuri, the dynamic duo. This one says, I'm just a potato. Give <laughs> 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 me a 10 out of 10 this morning. <laughs> and a new texter, Tom of Orleans. That's a new one. Mm. It should be Borleans. Great one, Stu. I know a few of those. Me includes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Good fact today. Thank you. The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. So Saturday Night Live returned for their first full show of the month since uh, Russia launched their full-scale assault on Ukraine. And as always, with these even comedy shows, you have to recognize the news of the day and what's going on in the world before you just pretend like it isn't. And so they chose to forego their opening sketch, as they would usually do, the opening monologue. And they decided to instead invite the Ukrainian chorus of New York to perform Prayer for Ukraine. It was beautiful. Just a mm-hmm. moving performance. I mean, you have to recognize what's going on in the world. Absolutely. You can't ignore it. And over the weekend, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds uh, once again proving their generosity in times of crisis. And on Saturday, they shared on Twitter that they would be matching donations to the United Nations Refugee Agency in support of Ukrainians who are fleeing their war-torn homeland. So they said they need protection and they need support. So when you donate, we will match those donations up to a million dollars that's incredible mm-hmm. like, they have just been so giving i love 
like you know <laughs> here at home yeah. and abroad right yeah. like they yeah. just they always do that and you know they say remember it's a tax deductible donation if you can help you know anything so they're going to yeah. match that of course it was the SAG Awards last night lots of blue and yellow pocket squares and ribbons worn on the red carpet a lot of emotional speeches uh, referencing what is going on in Ukraine and a big night for one actor in particular who did not stop crying the whole night I'll have details on that coming up in the next What's Trending at 740. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. What you're about to hear has never been said on this show, or I don't have any recall memory of this ever being said on the show. I, Stuntman Stu, was wrong. (laughs) Angie was right. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. What was I right about this time? (laughs) So you got an air fryer for Christmas. I did. And you're raving about it. And I'm, I was anti, uh, anti air fryer for the longest time. I said, why do you have an air fryer? When I've got a convection oven. I don't need an air fryer. Yeah. And she's like, your mind will be blown. I'm like, blah, blah, Not blah. Not just me. All the air fryer people yeah. were telling you people that your mind would be blown. harping on you to get one for like a couple mm-hmm. of years now. Yeah. And I think more because it was your wife who wanted it. And yeah. they were like, why are you dead set against something your wife is asking for? <laughs> because I thought the air fryer was redundant when you have a convection oven. Boy, was I wrong. So what, okay, back up though. How were you wrong? You bought one? I got my wife an air fryer you finally. You I did. So Look, everybody, a, the bear cave just caved in. <laughs> so it, it went, and it, when I initially posted it on, on Instagram and social on Friday, everyone's like, that's not an air fryer. That's a grill. But it's like a six in one. So it's a grill and an air fryer. So last night I made chicken breasts and fries, and it was amazing. Like, so it's delicious. So like it's this ninja thing that has a grill, and then what, you lift up the grill and the air fryer's underneath it? Like, what, no. where's the fryer? You got to do it separately. So I took tw- just under 25 minutes for the chicken, then another 20 minutes for the fries, but it was oh. delicious. Mm-hmm. I didn't add a single thing to the fries. They literally tasted like they were deep fried. Yeah. That's what what it is. And way better, way better than your convection oven fries that you always raved about? Well, my convection oven fries take a little bit longer, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. If you want something, uh, you know, it's just under an hour for both of these things. Mm-hmm. So, like, tonight I'm going to do wings in the air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> and and what did you say before to all the people who had air fryers? You're like, yeah, you're going to use it once for, like, you know, a couple weeks, once in a day, and then you're just going to, like, it's going to sit there and collect dust. You're <laughs> already using it, like, over and over and over night. You're, you're planning meals in advance. You're like, I am. What, what can I make tomorrow night on the air fryer? Mm-hmm. And I actually uh, thumbed through the instructions last night, and you can make a ton of things. I mean, there's a ton of vegetables that you can make that I'll make for my wife because I'll never eat. You can uh, bake in it. You can make a cake. You can make anything in that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although I don't know, like if your basket capacity is smaller because yours is like a multi. uh, No, I I took a big bag of Cavendish fries last night and that was like a 900 gram bag and that was more than enough for a family. So you were able to cook the whole bag. Oh yeah, totally. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah. And that was my fear that I would I wouldn't have enough room, but there's a ton of room. I could have my whole neighborhood over. Like there's a ton of room. <laughs> you just have to do it like one at a time. Yeah. First, I'll make you the fries. But, then I'll make you the chicken. Then I'll it, make you I, the wings. I love how it's idiot proof because there's settings for chicken, for pork, and for beef. 
It's the you best just, thing for reheating stuff too, yeah. like in no time at all. I'm yeah. going to reheat some Golden Palace egg rolls at some point this week. Yeah, because mm. there was a lot of uh, debate about that yeah. as well. What, like, wh- who does it better, the air fryer or the convection oven? Anyways, mm. the point of this conversation is that I was against it. And you now were I wrong. Love it. That's the point. I was the wrong. point <laughs> is you're eating crow. Yes, I am. So <laughs> that got us to thinking what is something that you thought you wouldn't like? But you ended up loving it, like that thing that you had to admit. Yeah, I was kind of mm-hmm. wrong on that. Like yeah. backpedal on it. I your admit it. Spouse I... convinced you on it, got you hooked on something, or maybe it's Listen, a food you tried. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not uh, ashamed to admit that I was wrong. It doesn't happen very often, but right. uh, when it does, I own up to it. Let's see who else wants to admit they're wrong. What's something you thought you'd hate, but you ended up loving? You can call us seven five zero one one hundred or text us at ten zero thirty. So if we've learned anything today, I think it's that uh, we need to be open to trying new things, right? Stu? Mm-hmm. Yes, Janelle. <laughs> yes, Angie. <laughs> We're talking about the things that you thought that you would hate, but you ultimately ended up loving. Stu, point in case, you thought you'd hate your air fryer. Now you got one, and now you can't wait to use it again later tonight. <laughs> What'd you say? Point in case? You mean case, case in point? Case in point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whatever. Right. The horse before the carriage, the carriage <laughs> yeah. before the horse. All right, this uh, <laughs> comment resonates with me because I hated uh, sushi for a long time. Hillary says, sushi. For the longest time, I wouldn't touch it. And then I was at a business lunch, and everyone was eating sushi. And I'm like, oh, I can't uh, not order sushi. So I ordered a spicy t- uh, salmon and fell in love with it. Yeah, a lot of people are scared of sushi, I think. Yeah. The, the, the idea of uncooked fish is like mm-hmm. it's the worst thing in the world. But once you, once you pour a ton of wasabi on it, it's <laughs> delicious. <laughs> I feel like you'd be that way with a lot of foods that you're very picky about, but... Uh, Lori on our Facebook page, I can relate to this. She said, I thought I would hate having to give up my car to my son when he got his driver's license. I know I felt the same. Turns out you end up with a personal assistant, a grocery getter, a sibling deliverer. She's like, I never have to run out and do another errand in my entire life. That's so true. It is so true. Like yesterday I was like, I am putting on my pajamas and you go get your sister and then you go get like, I just like to delegate now and she does not care because she's just like, okay, bye. Give me the keys. Yeah, they're just happy to drive. I mean, the the day, the day I got my license to be able to drive on my own, my mom sent me on like a, an hour long like trip away, like out into the other city to go pick up some things. For her. Oh, <laughs> I was like, okay, mom. Okay, sure. Janelle, here's the list. You're going to Toronto. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the best. Christine on our Facebook page says, you know, it wasn't really an item, but it was health insurance for their puppy. So she was dead set against it. Her husband insisted, we got to do this. We got to get this. Their dog ended up being a total lemon, <laughs> costing them about $10,000 in the oh first few years of life. So they got most of that back from her pet insurance. Good girl for getting it in the end. <laughs> it's true. You never know. These things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Can I read this text from my mother that just came in about the air fryer? She said, you were wrong. A man actually has that word, has that word in his vocabulary. And then she says, I bet it gets you dessert. Mother. <laughs> Because Mother. you admitted you were wrong, you might get dessert. Dessert. dessert yes. Wow. The fact that your mom even thought of that is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> the latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100.
Well, the SAG Awards were last night, and as a celebrity, you really only want to be trending for the evening for winning an award. But that was not the case for one Selena Gomez. So she was trending because of the video of her walking the red carpet in her very beautiful long black velvet gown and her pointy toe Christian Louboutin heels. And down she went on both knees. She had to be helped back up to her feet. She took those shoes off and she did not put them back on the rest of the night. (laughs) So she was there as a presenter. She strolled out on stage with Martin Short in bare feet at the SAG Awards. And even the rest of the night, they showed her, you know, talking with various celebrities. And in every photo taken of her, she's barefoot the rest of the night. That's hilarious. I love that. That's like like me at a wedding. She's come off as soon as the dance floor. Starts yeah. happening. They yeah. came up before she even went through the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Selena. So, uh, in terms of big winners of the night, in a big upset, uh, it was Coda that took the top honors. And this is a cast of mostly deaf actors. And Troy Kotzer becomes the first deaf regular category winner in the 28 year history of the SAG Awards. Wow. Mm-hmm. Impressive. I've heard so much about this movie. I've yet to see it, but it's yeah. on my radar. So, uh, what else happened? happened last night that was history making and unpredictable is that Squid Game took over the SAG Awards. They won so many awards last night, including huh. like lead actor categories. Um, it's the first non-English language series nominated ever. And uh, the, the Ling, uh, Lee Jung-jae won best male actor in a drama series over stars like Brian Cox from Succession. Oh, and in the female category, Jung Ho Yun won Best Female Actor over Reese Witherspoon and Jen Aniston from The Morning Show. Wow. For Squid Game. That's huge. Yes, that is huge for sure. And it was a huge night last night for Will Smith. He could not stop crying, this poor man. He was crying in his emotional acceptance speech, but also crying backstage every time they asked him. I mean, he won for his role in uh, King Richard, where he plays the father of Venus and Serena Williams. And it's their story of how they rose from, you know, these two girls basically, you know, living in the projects Mm -hmm. to, you know, the superstars that they are today and backstage he got super emotional talking about him being a black man in this cast of all female black powerful women all of these black women that i get to protect and and shine a light on you know um you know across the generations and and you know with venus and serena um, I know it's I bad. It's bad. Like, this is it's no, bad. Okay. No, but it's like I just feel, um, you know, s- such a responsibility. How he's, can you not love that man? He's just got the tissues yeah. and he's just dabbing his yeah. eyes and they're just, you know, flowing. And, uh, you know, if history repeats itself, this could be the year that Will Smith gets an Oscar. Yeah. You'd love to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Denzel has been his mentor this whole year and he said, this is your year. This is your Oscar year. So we'll have yeah. to see if that happens for him. Very cool. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, Janelle, who's made the cut? Well, we have Wendy and Lynn on the line this morning. And a reminder, who won on Friday? Well, I wasn't here on Friday. Oh, right. She was not here. So that means Stu will play first. And uh, you'll play with Wendy. Good morning, Wendy. Hello. You ready to win? I'm ready. Let's represent Barhaven. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. (laughs) 
we actually have Lindsay from Barhaven who has celebrating oh. her birthday today. I thought no. that we would use her category. Oh, no, no, I always lose with the Lindsay's Bar-Haven categories. Trio. Yeah. No, we got this. Okay. Three's a lucky okay. number. So, okay. your category choices today are heroes or villains. Mm. What would you like to do, Wendy? Uh, heroes. I love Marvel, so hopefully. All right. Heroes. Three, two, one. This guy's got an S on his cape. Superman. Uh, this is the other one that uh, he's got eight legs, but he climbs on Spider-Man. buildings. Spider-Man. Yes, this is the one with the dark uh, black cape. Batman. Yes, this is uh, the one um, uh, that is in water. Aquaman. This is the lady who likes meow, meow. Catwoman. This is the... Um, uh, how do I describe this one? This is... Pass. <laughs> <Pat. laughs> uh, What's that? Thor. <laughs> That's Thor? <laughs> he has a hammer. Oh, yeah, the hammer. Yeah, the hammer. Like, oh, oh, oh. Chris Hemsworth plays him. I don't think Stu is part of the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love all these characters, uh, Black Panther and oh. Thor. I said, how do I describe Thor? He couldn't get from that? Come on. And Wakanda for Black Panther. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry, Wendy. All right. It's okay. It's all good. You guys still it. did pretty it. good. Wendy carried the team, and you guys got five. <laughs> all right. Oh, hang on the line. We're going to go over to Lynn. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. So we have to beat five to steal a win, okay? Okay. Your category is villains. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. She is the mean one in the 101 Dalmatians. What, DeVille? What's her first? Uh, 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 uh. Uh, Okay, skip it. She is the octopus big lady that steals Ariel's voice in Little Mermaid. Oh my God! Uh, yes, uh, uh, I don't know her name. The sea witch. Oh, okay, skip it. Uh, this... Okay, okay, you got Cruella. Okay, this is the painted face nemesis of Batman. He's the what? Two face. No. Uh, yes, good, good, good. Uh, this is like if you get. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't. Do that. <laughs> you guys didn't stand a chance. <laughs> so with Corella Deville, we were looking for Ursula, the sea witch, and then the Joker is the nemesis for Batman. Oh, painted God. face. Yeah, we had a we had a tricky one. Sorry, Lynn. Okay. <laughs> Try <for> again. <laughs> Wendy, you won. The Barhaven Trio got a win. Now, whenever yeah. somebody from Barhaven wins on Word Wars, you actually win an extra prize of a. F-150 from Barhaven Ford. Yes. Okay. Wow. My daughter is a, ma- a mechanical engineer with Ford. She's appreciated. Oh. <laughs> she wow. can get her own. It was meant to be. <laughs> well, congratulations, Wendy. We're going to treat you out to uh, movies. So we got tickets and treats for two to Landmark Cinemas. And for movie lovers, tickets and showtimes at LandmarkCinemas.com. Thank you. Enjoy. Yay. Thanks. I don't think many, you know, would have known this name before, but all eyes have been on Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, his bravery and his refusal to leave as rockets rain down on the capital. They're calling him a Jewish superhero, mm-hmm. and he is the first ever Jewish president of Ukraine, of course, a country with a long and complicated Jewish history. He lost family 
family members to the Holocaust. And uh, he says that he is target number one for Putin. Uh, and his family, he says, is target two. He has young kids. He's only 44. Oh, my gosh. And he put them to safety. But he has the vest on and the weapons. And he announced that he is staying. And he will fight alongside his fellow citizens. And, in fact, the United States offered to evacuate him amid concerns for his safety. And this is what he said. The fight is here. I need ammunition, not a ride. Yeah. That's some, that's the man you want leading your country. Absolutely. Totally. And like, not just in times like this, but like always. He's well, got your back. And I mean, no surprise, his approval rating right now is 91%. Absolutely. He has such a, an interesting background, though, too. I mean, he's a comedian before. People are saying, you know, he's got all this personality. He was an actor and comedian before he was president. He won Ukraine's version of Dancing with the Stars. What? And he was the <laughs> voice of Paddington Bear in their country's really? version of the films yeah wow it's just such a story to this man and you know it's just like they said the courage and the bravery has been inspiring yeah at least if you have you know someone like this at the helm you have a hope. chance yeah you have hope yeah. a chance and a lot of people are calling for this man to be on the cover of time yeah, yeah. well yeah. yeah i can see it and that's what's trending i got the feels and it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. So Becky Baxter was at the skating rink, uh, Glen Isle Road near Carlton Place, when a woman walking a dog called over and asked if her kids would like to see a little baby porcupine in the snow. So they went over to have a look. This creature all curled up, and Becky said, oh, that's not a porcupine. She knew right away it was a hedgehog. Because her sister had one, and she's wanted one ever since she was 10 years old. So, to be specific, this was a pygmy hedgehog, native to Africa, sometimes kept as a pet. So, Becky brought it home and posted a photo on the community Facebook page and the Ottawa Valley Lost Pet Network. Many know that well. And she said she wanted to teach her kids what the right thing to do is when you find a missing animal, you try to find its owners. So, she got a flurry of advice on how to actually care for a hedgehog, a few offers from people to adopt it, but no real clues as to how this animal that needs to live in a warm environment ended up in a snowbank on the side of the road. So she said, I don't know how you even lose a hedgehog like, or how that happens. So she took it to a vet. The vet told her that this hedgehog would not have lasted more than 10 minutes before it went into hibernation. And of course, that would be dangerous in a snowbank. Absolutely, yeah. So they're typically not even social. This one just happens to be very friendly. Becky says she picks her up and she uncurls instantly. So the Ottawa Valley Lost Pet Network um, uses their power of social media to reunite people with their lost pets. Uh, they can't recall there ever being a lost hedgehog before. <laughs> uh, but so far, no one has come forward to claim her. So uh-huh. at this point, Becky has decided to adopt her. So she has spent her days so far, this hedgehog, sleeping in a new warm enclosure. Um, and, you know, what's so crazy about it all is that, you know, Becky now has this hedgehog that she's wanted ever since she was 10 years yeah. old. Uh, but the incredible coincidence, though, that she just happened to be there um, when this woman found it because, I mean, like we said, the woman thought it was a porcupine. So maybe, she would have just yeah. left it, obviously. Just left it, yeah. let it leave it be, you know, and maybe just gone on her way. And then it wouldn't have had a chance at survival. So ended up in the right hands at the end of the day. That's so cute. And, I'm glad he got home. The name was what again? 
Um, Sonic. No, I don't oh, know. Yes, yes, just, <laughs> no. just make sure. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> and that's all the feels on Move 100.